everybody. Hi, Birdo. Hey, we, oh, we shit. Can... Welcome to Dragon of the Movies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You have only one. I have one, one job. You literally have one job. Yeah. Okay? And you almost fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you saved yourself. I oh, did. Sorry. I, I mean, seamless. Hey. Hey everyone! Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Seamless for both of us. We're both uh, consummate professionals. I luckily I'm amazing at this. So yep. All right, Dragon. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm tired. Are you excited? Uh, why? Why? Because we're in December, which is the entirety of Christmas month. Oh God! Well, I did not pick a Christmas movie for this one. I mean, next week. Oh, not not what's it called? The next one time you get to pick a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the time after that, you get to pick a New Year's movie. I hope you're so excited for that. <laughs> Can't wait. There has to be a New Year's like horror movie or something. Uh, I, no, there actually is. I'm sure. I I'm sure it. there is. I'm sure. I saw it like three years ago, and I was like, "This is uh, pretty." I mean, it's just an '80s slasher. Mm-hmm. Pretty stupid. Great, perfect. '80s slashers are great. Yeah, it was called the uh, New Year Evil, I think. Oh, yep. That sounds. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, and I almost guarantee that Andrew has seen it, and then that I probably did too. Yeah, probably. All right. Dragon, yes. seriously though, how are you? Uh, I'm fine. You're fine. Mm, oh, oh, you know, you know, where we should talk about that we both what? did. So, uh, for Andrew's birthday um, in Andrew. 2019, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, he we rented out a movie theater, one of our yeah. local little little cinemas. Right. And we screened a movie for a bunch of our friends, and oh um, that movie was um, uh, Dawn of the Dead. No. Night of the, no, <laughs> shit, not Night of the Living Dead. What's the what's the one after that in the eighties? Uh, Return of Return the of the Living Dead. Dead. Yes, Return of the Living Dead. I'm like ninety percent sure that's correct. Andrew's gonna okay. kill me later. Um, but anyway, we watched that. We screened it for a bunch of our friends, and we went to a bar after. It was really really fun. Yeah, it would be um, great if I was invited to it. Yeah, no. you were invited to that. <laughs> Why didn't I go then? Uh, you something about the gym. You some bullshit excuse about I was the working? gym. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you didn't just shut your gym down for us. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah, next time. <laughs> um, anyway, and then in 2020, we wanted to do it again, but obviously could not because COVID. Why not? Oh. Yep. Um, Never heard of it. What is that? So it's 2021. Uh, all of our friends are vaxxed. So we decided to do it again. So you came this time. You didn't have the gym as an excuse anymore to hang out. Yeah. So uh, we rented out, again, one of our little local theaters for a bunch of our friends, and we screened Phantom of the Paradise, Birdo. Why wasn't I invited to this? You were invited and you went. <laughs> I want to oh, know. That's right. I yeah. want to know how much you loved this 1974 Brian De Palma musical okay, based so on Phantom of the Opera. The reason why I don't remember this, despite it happening like two days ago, yep. is because uh, I fell asleep for like 20 minutes of this movie <laughs> because I was so bored. It is a good movie. Uh, nope. Yeah. You're, you're. I mean, here's the thing. Here's well, the thing, Greg. Yes. Everyone is allowed to have an opinion, right? Yeah. It's and too bad. It's just too bad yours are so wrong. <laughs> many times, your opinions are wrong. <laughs> your opinions are wrong. Now, Andrew and I love this movie. We watch it. We've watched it like a bunch of times. We actually saw um, the the main character Winslow Leach uh, years and years ago. We saw a screening of Phantom of the Paradise with the actor who played Winslow Leach um, doing a Q and A like shortly before he died. Uh, after after the movie, it was really really great. It, it's such a good movie. I love it. I love all the music. Like I non ironically listen to the music just for funsies. 
it's like part, it used to be part of like my, you know, normal playlists that I would, I would have. And I don't really listen to music anymore, but if I did, I would still keep it on there. Um, I absolutely obsessed with it. I love it. I love it so much. And Andrew and I cosplayed Andrew, Andrew cosplayed as beef and I cosplayed as the unnamed secretary. (laughs) It's in the movie twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, we. I remember we had a because of, of that part, you yelled out, "It's me!" I did yell out, "It's me!" Um, the guy, the uh, the guy that owns the theater, who is running the projection booth right next to us, when I yelled out, "It's me!" He said, "Oh my god, it is you!" Because he thought it was literally me. He thought I I was that actress, and I was like, I, "She, this is movies from 1974." <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't know, 80. <laughs> but thank you, I guess, for thinking that that was me. She's a very pretty lady. I guess that's all right. Um, anyway, I thought I thought that was very funny. But yeah, we had a great time. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. We went to a bar after and saw some friends, and it was nice. I'm gonna be honest with you, Dragon. After yeah. watching this movie, it made me actually start thinking to myself: Is Brian De Palma a good director, or mm. is he just? Is is it just you know the emperor has no clothes? No, you're right. It, he's and a good I'm director. the one who sees the emperor without clothes. Have and you seen? You are sitting there saying, "Wow, his clothes are amazing." Have you seen Blowout? No. I think that you would really like Blowout. Maybe um, we'll do it for this podcast at some point. I well, I think I told you I saw Carrie, and I was like, well, it was probably because Carrie's been done. You know, the whole yeah, concept yeah, of yeah. it has been done a million times. Yeah. But I forever. And I know, I know everyone's going to be like, oh, brother, you're fucking stupid. Well, trust me, there are plenty of reasons why I'm stupid. But I do not think Scarface is a good movie. I've never seen it. I think, I think Scarface is a shitty movie that everyone, it's, it's, it's a shitty movie that everyone just thinks is good for some reason. My guess is because 90s rappers were like, this is my favorite movie. And now everyone's like, yes, yes, Biggie. It is a great movie because you are dead and you're a phenomenal uh, rapper. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I've never seen Scarface. Again, mob stuff, just I have no interest. No interest in it whatsoever. It, mm-hmm. I just don't care about it. So I will never watch it. But um, mm-hmm. Blowout is great. And I am looking right now to see if it's on anything. And it is on Tubi. So guess what? We're going to watch Blowout. Uh, you can't do Tubi. Anyway. Why, why can't Tubi, we do Tubi? It's because free. Because Tubi is where I go to watch my crappy movies. Okay? <laughs> do not ruin this for me. No, we'll watch it on Tubi. You'll like it. You'll like it. I better not be next week. No, not next week. The following it's it's week starring John Travolta. Um, it's know, 1981 it, John Travolta. I know, but it better not be for the next go around that you get to go because it's supposed to be a Christmas movie and that's not a Christmas movie. It actually might be. It takes place during the winter. I'll double uh, check. I'll double check. It, it doesn't matter. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay? Okay. Anyway, let's move on. So we did that. So it was really fun. We had a great time. We hope you guys had a great time. Ooh, you got to try the chicken sandwich at Stuart Cinema. What did you think? It was okay. God, I hate you so fucking much. Why are you you like like, this? This is the greatest chicken chicken sandwich in history. And I just took a bite and I was like, yeah, it's a chicken sandwich. Except it's cold. It was cold? I mean, it wasn't cold. It was like room temperature. Oh, weird. Normally I get it piping hot. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe they make it fresh, but for some reason today they like yes. Uh, nice they did run food. out of chicken. Like you and Andrew were the only two that got chicken, so maybe they it was just like the end of the. Yeah, and also like maybe maybe it's just me. I yeah. like white meat chicken in my chicken sandwich, mm. and I got a dark piece of chicken. So yeah. you know what? I will I will hold out the thought that maybe they just for whatever reason ran out of chicken, and they were that's the only thing they really had. Yeah. But it was. I was like, it's. it's I mean, it's fine. Oh, I like the dark. Deal. I like the dark meat in the sandwich. I oh, think it's good. It's anyway, um, I I I had a great time, despite you being a dick about it. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, that's it. Highly recommend Phantom of the Paradise. I don't think it's it's not streaming anywhere. We would have watched it for this podcast already. Oh but, God, no, God. Um, I would have hated you. I, you're, so much. It's not even the kind of musical that you usually don't like because the music is is part of the. It's like it's, it they're is, not singing point, the actions. At some point, I was like, uh, I just thought this. They're just being weird for weird sake. And then and like well, they're being about Brian that, De Palma for Brian De Palma's sake. I know, but there's something about being weird for weird sake where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like this anymore. I don't think it's for weird sake. I think you're wrong about that. Mm, I think I'm wrong. Right. So anyway. We're fighting. We are fighting. <laughs> We're fighting right now. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Wait, you, did you want to sit, talk about anything you did recently? No, no okay, that's good. what I did. Yeah, we I were... told you before, I don't do anything, okay? There's no, <laughs> there's no point in me explaining anything. There's that's nothing true. I do. That's true. Um, okay, so what, sh- shall we just get into the episode? All right, let's do this, Dragon. Let's get into the little segment we call Dragon on the Couch. Okay. Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch? Okay, so I'm actually going to start out in the theater, and then I'm going to switch back to the couch. Not your couch, but okay. Yeah. Um, so we went and saw the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, mm-hmm. the the movie with one of the kids from uh, Stranger Things in it. So they basically they're like, the, the chicks only, Ghostbusters didn't work. Let's try uh, kids, kids only. Yeah, let's try kids only. Uh, the chicks only Ghostbusters was great. I don't know what you're talking about. It was I funny. I didn't see it, so. Oh, I really liked it. I thought it was it funny. Ru- it's, it's ruining my childhood. Or oh, something. shut I, up. I, I, I can't be, remember. I swear to God. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Ghostbusters are dudes, bro. Like the Ghostbusters, kids. and I will say this, and again, people are going to get mad at me. Mm-hmm. Not a good movie. <laughs> All right. well, I just it's, don't know why comedy, you have to be so difficult. Most of the comedy is someone says something and then someone does an eye roll. And mm-hmm. you know how much I hate eye rolls. What? Why do you say that? I, I roll at you all the time. Exactly. <laughs> all the time. It's like 90% of our conversations. Anyway, um, so this movie is hot garbage. It is not It is not good. It's, it's okay. truly not good. It is boring. It's just straight up boring. I do not understand how they made a Ghostbusters movie that's this boring. I, there's like, there were like, Paul Rudd is in it. And they give they try, try and give him some like comedy lines and he's trying, but it's just not funny. Like nothing in it is funny. I chuckled like maybe twice, and I assume this is supposed to be a comedy because it's Ghostbusters and that's a comedy. So I don't really understand how this happened. How was their eye rolling though? I, I don't know. Well, you know the best part was when the Ghostbusters actually showed up at the end. That was that was pretty good. Uh, for oh, like spoiler alert, Jesus! All of two minutes. I mean, everybody knows that that happens. It's also a really bad movie. I, I, don't honestly, see it. Honestly, I didn't know that that happened, but oh, I was going to watch it anyways. Yeah, yeah. I don't fine. care. Yeah, I don't care about you spoiling shit for you anyway. So it's um, <laughs> it's yeah, so it's mean, but okay. I was like, I was truly like, if if I we had been watching this at home, I would have been on my phone within like the first twenty minutes, and it wouldn't have mattered. Like, it, it's just not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. We saw that. <laughs> it's in theaters. Very exciting. <laughs> Do not recommend. Um, moving on. Uh, I saw the new Lin, or I think it's new, Lin Manuel Miranda movie. Um, it's very new. Musical, Tick Tick Boom. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I uh, have a few things to say about this. It, it's the way that it's filmed is a little bit weird. Uh, so basically, it's about um, Paul Larson, who is the man that wrote Rent. Jonathan Larson. Jonathan Larson. Sorry, I was looking at the, my, my next movie. So it's Jonathan Larson. Thank you very much. Um, the guy that wrote Rent. So I, first of all, w- watching this, didn't know it was a, like, Boats movie <laughs> or whatever. Or like a, yeah. not Boats movie, a biopic. It's a boat. No, it's uh, a Boats movie. Yeah, I, di- I didn't know that. Um, and I, so about partway through, I was like, oh, wait, this is a real guy? And he wrote Rent? And Andrew was like, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I just thought that this was like a, you know, musical about like a writer. Like I didn't realize like a, about like a, you know, musical writer. I did not realize that it was a true thing. Anyway, so the way that they tell the story is a little bit weird. So basically they tell the story through a one man show that Jonathan Larson made. But during that one man show, as he's telling the story through the one man show, they're doing flashbacks where they're acting out what's going on in the one man show. Ooh, no. Okay. It's, it, it is, it's like minorly confusing for a little bit. Slash like just kind of a weird way to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said, I liked it. Like, I really liked it. Yeah, um, you, you do love your fucking singing, dancing movies. I like, yeah, you know, not always though. Like, I don't, I didn't love In the Heights. Um, you know, I, I don't always love musicals. But this one, I... I, I didn't I didn't love the first half of it I would say I, the second half I really I I think I enjoyed a lot more once I mm-hmm. figured out what was going on I think if I had gone into it knowing more about Jonathan Larson I, I probably would have liked it a lot more but I was like slightly lost um, and there was also some points where I was like if I was a musical theater nerd I bet this would be awesome and I'm not so I don't you know I don't understand what's going on or like yeah. this isn't hitting me I think the way it's supposed to if I if I were um, so there was that but it's like a really touching story and his life you know is like sad because it ended very abruptly and um i i think there's you know something to, to be said about that and I, I i liked it i overall liked it and i think it's worth checking out i don't think you'll like it Bruno. no we got no my my chick my chick saw it and yeah. uh she was explaining it to me so yeah. that's why i kind of know a little bit about it but yeah. um did she yeah, like she, it she she liked it but yeah. again she full full on was like i don't think you'd like it no i don't think because, you would like it. uh yeah and it was uh what's his boy or well, your boy uh lin-manuel miranda yeah um of Hamilton fame. Yeah, of Hamilton fame and In the Heights fame. And, yeah, so uh, he's doing, he basically, I mean, he's been fucking writing music for a bunch of movies, so mm-hmm. he's becoming very prolific. Yeah. How was, uh, how did you feel, um, how, you know, Hacksaw Ridge did in this? It was, which one's that, Andrew Garfield? Yes. Uh, I liked him. I, I really liked him, actually. And you know what's funny? When I was watching it, I was like, is that Andrew Garfield? Because I just haven't seen him in so long. And I yeah, didn't yeah. know anything about this movie coming into it. So I was like, is that, who, is that Spider-Man? <laughs> what I is, mean, what's going on? But no, I actually, I really liked him. I thought he did a really good job. The, I mean, the hardest part, the hardest thing to believe is that he was straight. <laughs> and had, a good, had like a, a lady girlfriend. But like, that's like anybody in musical theater, really, that you're just like, oh, they're straight? Oh, weird. Okay. Good so for he, yeah, know. he's actually been like he's been making a lot of uh, very weird movies. Like he did under this, uh, recently since since Spider Man, mm-hmm. since he he you know was I'm gonna say, st- you know, he, since he stopped being Spider Man. Yeah, he did. I mean, he did Hacksaw Ridge, which I fucking loved. He did. I um, didn't see it. it. It's it's a phenomenal movie. He did uh, Silence, which was I mean fucking long. <laughs> I'll give him that. I'll but give him that. He's getting a lot of. Um, He's getting a lot of accl- uh, acclimates for the uh, the new movie that came out called The Eyes of Tammy Mar- uh, Tammy Faye, which people are saying like he was fucking really good in. Mm-hmm. He did Under the Silver Lake, which is one of those movies that's like, this is so fucking weird. It makes no sense, but I like it because it's so weird. Yeah. But no, he's been doing really good. He's been doing a lot of good things, Dragon. Yeah, kind of fun. Ever since, and he talks funny. You know that he's one of those people who was born in like one of those countries that speak English but wrong. So they talk funny? No, like England? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Ugh, disgusting. He's British? Oh, I'm sorry. He was born in Los Angeles. I was going to say, I didn't think he was British. Wait, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I thought he was British. Wow. I think you're just making shit up. 
No, for I swear to God, for some reason in my head, I was like, he speaks British. He speaks British. And, I, and now I'm like, wait a minute. No, I guess he doesn't. Look at this. Look at this uh, crack uh, podcasting we're doing oh, no, about look, films. Oh, Googled it. Googled it. He was born in Los Angeles, raised in England. Oh, look at you. I okay, had no idea. Look at, okay, thank God. Oof, that was close. Because I literally was having one of those moments where I'm like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> what is happening? One of those Mandela effect moments where you just yeah. assume. Yeah. Um, no. Anyway, so we watched that. Uh, I, I liked it. I think if you like musicals, it's great. I think if you love Rent... You'll probably love this. If I'm going to be honest, I think that the most musical thing in mm-hmm. the world is to become famous for a, to, to write your first play. Mm-hmm. And then your second play is, mm-hmm. hey, everyone, look at all the problems I had writing my first play. <laughs> and then your third play is Rent. <laughs> and the, yeah, third play is one of the, you know, it's considered one of the most modern classic plays, musicals yeah. ever written. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's such a shame that he died in such a like, it's just one of those ways that you're like, that's how he died? That's a stu- like, not stupid, but like, what a freak, like, shame, you know, that like, this mm-hmm. is how this person died, who probably, you know, could have been an amazing, amazing artist. I mean, he was in his own right, but like, who knows what he would have made moving forward. Well, maybe. How was, oh, I forgot to ask. How yeah. was uh, my favorite new actress, Vanessa Hudgens? Vanessa Hudgens was in it? Which one was she? I don't know, but it says she's in it. <laughs> what was the name? Are you looking right now on IMDb? Yeah, Caressa. Oh, that's Vanessa Hudgens? <laughs> that's a, she was great. <laughs> Honestly, she was great. <laughs> she was so amazing. She, she just disappeared into her character, apparently. No, this is me, this is me being like minor, minorly face blind uh, oh, okay. to, to, to people, especially like if I haven't seen them in like many, many movies. Well, uh, because you haven't been watching fucking Hallmark Christmas movies on Netflix. A- accurate. You probably would have been like, yeah, that's Vanessa Hudgens. What are you talking about? And I'm like, who? I would, I would have screamed. <laughs> I think, actually, you know what? Maybe you should watch it just for Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was good. She's only in like the later half, I think, I would say. Okay. Um, anyway, right. uh, moving on. Fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, from the thing you're never going to watch. Uh, so the only other thing that I'm going to talk about is mm-hmm. Andrew and I have been listening to um, this podcast called Tillers. No, 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 not oh. ours. A different podcast. No, and you don't listen to our <laughs> No, I don't listen to it. No, I do. I absolutely do. I love the, I love to hear my own voice. <laughs> so we were, I've been listening to, we have been listening to Till Death Do Us Blart, which is a podcast in which the uh, podcast hosts once a year watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have committed to doing this for life. Did you say once a year? Once a year for life. Okay, got gotcha. yeah. And they record and uh, they watch it and then they record their thoughts on it and then they put it out for, as like a Thanksgiving episode. So once a year they do this. Um, so they, uh, last year I think, put out a commentary track for Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. So Andrew and I sat down and we watched Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 with commentary from the guys from Till Death Do Us Blart. Uh, and it was very fun. Um, I've also never seen Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, which makes it even weirder that I've listened to probably like four episodes of this podcast. Okay. I think they're in their fourth or fifth year. This I think this year was their fifth year doing it, and I have yet to uh, watch the movie. <laughs> I just like like the idea of the podcast overall. I think it's fun. I, I just think it's a fun concept that I am going to stick with for as long as they do it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And uh, uh, I do not recommend watching the movie, but I do recommend the podcast till death I, to the spot. I have, I've seen that movie and it was, oof, boy. It's bad. Oof, it's, it's a really bad. bad movie. It's like not even, yeah. And the, the whole point was they, they picked a movie that is like bad as like a, an experiment to do this with it, essentially. 
So, and what's funny is that, um, like, what's it called? Paul Blart One is not good, but it's fun. It's just a stupid. It's just a stupid like turn. Uh, like basically, just like it's on the it's on in the background, mm-hmm. and right, and you just watch it for fun. Or you're just like tune in every five minutes. Where if you sat down and watched it, you'd be like, "This is a bad movie." But since you your your brain pipes up every like five minutes and you yeah. catch something funny, you, then eventually you're like, "Oh, you know, I had I had some laughs." Yeah, it wasn't that bad. But yet the second one is like, "Oof, boy, oof." Yeah. Oof. Well, you know what's funny is Paul Blart. I'm pretty sure came out the same year that Observe and Report came out, which is a, also about a mall cop. It did, and, <laughs> and they are I, very different movies. Oof, Jesus, I've I've shown people uh, what's Observe, called, Observe and, Report. and Report, and they're like, "What the fuck, dude?" It's so good. Observe and Report and, is great. Oh, oh my god, it is great. Yeah. And you don't expect that from like a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> For Jesus Christ! The, the, but it, it is, is dark. It guys. is a. I mean, it's a dark comedy. It, but it is heavy, heavy on the dark. Emphasis on the dark. Yes, it is. Yeah. I highly recommend. Honestly, it's very fun. But, yeah, um, I agree. But no, so I remember when when Andrew put on Observer Report. I thought it was Paul Bart because. I w- all I was thinking was Mall Cop, and mm-hmm. I have weird face blindness, so I couldn't remember who was supposed to be in <laughs> Paul Bart. So when it started, I was like, wait, this is that movie that, <laughs> they've, been, that they've been like pushing for all audiences? <laughs> <laughs> and it was that. Anyway, um, so those are the only those are the I, only things I, will I was just gonna, say that I was going to talk the, about. Go. There's a scene where um, in Observe and Report. By the way, love love Observe and Report. Yeah. There's a scene in again Observe highly and recommend where they they hit some kid in the back of the head with a with a skateboard. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life. Yeah, there's some very uh, violent physical comedy. <laughs> that and I, I mean, and it's it's one of those laughs that like someone who a normal human being would look at you. And just be like, oh, oh, you're, you're, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, anyway, that's, that's all, that's all I have for Dragon on the Couch. So, um, okay. Berto, let's go to a little segment we like to call Berto on the Bed. All right. So, I'm going to start off uh, with a couple of movies. You know, one, a quick one. Let's start off with a little movie called Wolf's Creek. Okay. Now, this is on Tubi. Okay. Now, before you say oh, okay, this it shouldn't be on Tubi. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's a decent. It's a decent like horror slasher movie. Okay. It's kind. It's loosely based on a true story, which is uh in you know in Australia in the outback, some a group of kids were like backpacking or going to some crater, mm-hmm. uh, called Wolf's Creek, and they got kidnapped by some guy, and then like basically only one survivor. The rest were like tortured and killed, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it turned out that, and then he, according to this guy, the guy who escaped, he says that, like, he killed multiple, like, he saw multiple people killed. So, it was some serial killer who's picking up backpackers. And, um, basically, like, they never caught the guy, don't know what happened. The, yeah. In fact, the cops are even like, are you sure you're telling the truth? As, <laughs> as most cops do whenever serial killers come out. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> nah, seems, seems like it's not happening. Like, Everybody's like, hmm. We got all these dead people. There's they're a like, lot of nah. dead people and missing people. And they're like, ah, you see, the problem is if this is real, then I'd have to investigate it and do work. I'd rather just pretend it's not real. But um, yeah, so that. So basically, this is just a movie that's very loosely based on it. And uh, it was pretty gory. Pretty. It was interesting. It was interesting. It was. Uh, it's, it's decent. I w- yeah. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's like I, would, like I would give it like a 5 out of 10, maybe a 4 out of 10. Okay. But uh, yeah, so on to be. You know, if if you're bored, if you like horror or thrillers, I would I would say, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's not it's not worth it's not a waste of time. Yeah. All right. 
All right, Dragon, next. Also on Tubi. I did a lot of Tubi this week. I watched a little, a new documentary called Fresh Meat, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. Now, Dragon, we both talked about this already because uh, uh, two people from a podcast we won't name because otherwise people will go to it. (laughs) Last podcast on the left. uh, How (laughs) dare they stop listening to our podcast and go listen to that true crime uh, yes. Uh, last podcast on the left. Uh, favorites of me and Berto. We one uh, one of our our, our boys. Yeah, our <laughs> I boys. Would, I would say we're actually going to go see them live in May. I'm very excited. Yes, very excited. I actually have to write that on my you know in my calendar so I don't forget. Did I invited you to it in the calendar invite? Yeah, but you know that I would assume that I don't. I don't know. Just immediately delete your emails when I get <laughs> checks out. <laughs> that explains this podcast a lot, actually. Yeah, but anyway, it's a it's a documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. um, who everyone you know it's everyone's favorite cannibal. <laughs> it's a Tubi original too. I watched yeah. I watched the first like I would say half of this, and then I had to turn it off because Andrew will not let me watch stuff like this when he's home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's a good documentary. It's a good you know I've heard the Jeffrey Dahmer the Jeffrey Dahmer story many times, but yeah. it, it's a good one. It was good. It I went through say- over a lot of stuff and had a, a the the thing I didn't like was like you have these two guys who are known for having a comedy, um, true true crime podcast, yeah. and according to them they were like yeah they they told us don't make jokes and we were like why were the fuck are we here then yeah like why did you hire us if you don't want us to make jokes yeah. I will say the one thing about the I listen. I, I, Jeffrey Dahmer, all of these like serial killer, um, like true crime shows that they make, I feel like they have started to do the thing that they should be doing, whereas they're like talking more about the victims and focusing on them and less on like the killer and the, and the, the crime, or at yeah, least no like, at least like making a, an effort to like, making an effort to put the victims like for front and center. Um, and this podcast, uh, this podcast, this show did not even try. Like it was like no. literally at a certain point, they just called they just called one of the victims like the the boy. Like they didn't even like say their name or anything. Like they just like yeah. it's and it's very in this one this this one reminded me very much of like the late nineties early two thousands um, like Discovery Channel uh, or whatever like those kind yeah. of true crime things. Like it, yes. it it felt very much like that. Yeah, that, that's a very good one. Where they just give you the the, the specific, they just give you the background, the history, and then they're like, "All right, let's go into the gruesome, fun stuff." Yeah, exactly. And, um, and they had some yeah. side tangents about other cannibals, so that, that yeah, was kind of fun. Good. Yeah. The the thing I th- yeah exactly the thing I, I don't like about newer documentaries where they're like, "Let's talk about the victims and really focus." And it's like, dude, I like I, I I'm not like you're not like there's no one around. I'm yeah. here in my in my room by myself. You don't have. I'm not gonna pretend that I care about the victims. I only <laughs> care. I came here for the money maker. Okay, I mean but, your um, opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, honestly, like that's what I'm here for. I'm here yeah. for the. This is why I hate the British documentary, true crime documentaries. Yeah. Because they're always like, but why? What made Jeffrey Dahmer this evil? And it's like I don't care what made him that evil because it's never. You're never gonna get it right. It's always just like it's literally just tell me what he did. That's what. That's what I want. And also don't, and then there's a new thing that's going around where it's like they're trying to make the, the serial killers be like these like superhuman monsters. Ugh, I can't and with that. And it's like, dude, this is just, he's a fucking nerd. He's a loser in life. And Jeffrey Dahmer why. was a legit weirdo loser. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like he's, he wasn't this like, like conniving planning thing. Like, no, he was just no. a legit loser weirdo yeah. who just couldn't. He, he was just lonely his entire life. And that's Dahmer was a lonely things. drunk. <laughs> I think that's it. 
<laughs> who is right. too stupid to like read a book about neuroscience like just oh, read Jesus one book Christ. and you'll know you can't do what you're trying to do uh, yeah, moron <laughs> all right all right let's move on before we get into more gruesome details okay 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 all right so <laughs> to, just to lighten things up a, a bit i decided you know what dragon yeah I've, I've never seen the movie black christmas mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch black christmas now you, you're gonna ask me did you watch the the original 1974 i'm thinking yeah. 1974 1970 something i'm gonna say no dragon i saw the remake and you're gonna be like what the 2019 remake i'm like what no i saw the 2006 remake what are you talking about <laughs> that's the one on tubi <laughs> so i saw that uh i don't even fl- i don't even think i've seen this one i saw the 2019 one i saw the original i have no idea if i saw this one or not look if you're a fan of slashers this is pretty much just a slasher it has the thing that i love about slashers which is where any pointy object can immediately impale someone (laughs) (laughs) where it's like oh this this one character this one character uses a plastic like a piece of plastic that's just pointy and literally just stabs someone's eye out and i'm like this is the best thing ever did i have this scene i'm pretty sure in the original black christmas there's a scene where somebody gets impaled on antlers did i have that um no but they had someone fall on top of a Christmas tree and they were impaled by the star at the top of the Christmas tree. This is the level of logic we're working with in this movie. But it's fun. It's good because it's like that silliness makes it fun, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why I enjoyed it. Um, and it, uh, you know what? I will say this. It had an all-star cast of early aughts um, female actresses. Ooh. We're talking about Mary Elizabeth Winston, <gasps> Lacey Chabert. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Michelle... Trachtenberg. Ooh. These are people who you're gonna see, and you're gonna be like, "That they look familiar." And then you, when you Google them, you're like, "Oh my God, they are familiar." Mm. But yeah, so you know, it was decent. It was fun. If you like slashers, I would recommend you watch it. Okay, that's fair. The 2006 Black Christmas. It was on <laughs> Tubi, by the way. I think you should maybe watch the original and then maybe go to this one. Uh, yeah, I'll watch the original. Okay. What else am I gonna do this Christmas? Yeah, fair enough. All right, next. Yes. I then was like, you know what? I'm missing another classic. All right, so I decided you know, I'm going to watch Last House on the Left. Now, you're going to say, Berto, the <laughs> 1970s original version? You're going to be like, what? No, the one on Tubi, which is the 2009 remake. Yeah. It was, it was I mean, it's, it, it, it was there. It just was a remake of Last House on the Left. There's mm-hmm. nothing, nothing great about it, nothing terrible about it. It was just there. I mean, it was, uh, if anything, it was just too long. Mm-hmm. Like the ending like the ending felt like it just was 20 minutes way too long yeah it's like we get to the big moment and get to the the part where everyone understands what's happening like like let's let's go let's move it we don't have to keep extending it by having the bad guy jump out the window and now he's moving this way and then going that way and blah 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 and it's like dude like let's just end this they're doing a good job and then for some reason the last scene has to be like 30 minutes mm-hmm. it should be a quick 10 minute end yeah but yeah yeah, it was uh, it was it was fine. It was fine. If you're if you're into like horror thrillers, it's fine. Nothing special. Okay. Uh, fair fair enough. One day I will watch the original. But I, oh, you've never seen the original? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I will, I'll watch it, but you know I don't know why. It's just one of those things where I feel the like namesake for last podcast on the left. You've never. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, but I know about it. It's just I've never physically watched it. Yeah. Uh, but one day I will. It's just it's, I I just feel like it's homework. It's Wes like, Craven. Is it? Oh, let me look it up. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, it, it like it's it's homework. One day I'll watch it. I, it's just not today. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen though. Don't worry. Um, all right, now let's enter in for my favorite segment, Dragon. Yeah, it's Wes Craven. It's his first movie. Oh, thank you. That's not porn. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so let's center in my favorite segment, Dragon. Mm -hmm. My new favorite segment. Flicks for chicks. Okay. All right. Now it's Christmas time, and we all know what my favorite time, what my favorite thing to do on Christmas is. Mm -hmm. Watch these Hallmark-style family original Christmas movies. Oh yeah, I know. All right. Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna start with a little movie called A Princess for Christmas. I am looking at your list right now, and I'm mad at how many of these you have on it. <laughs> and um, by the way, I'm I'm very I'm obviously like curating these. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna try to have at least three a week. Oh my god, that's so many. Okay, go ahead. Tell me All about right, it. So Hurry up. <laughs> Christmas, a Christmas, a princess for Christmas, is uh, basically some chick. Her 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 brother, her sister dies, and it you know and leaves uh, her sister and her husband died. Okay. Okay, and leaves their two kids. So this woman has to take care of the kids. Okay. And um, it turns out, guess what, Dragon? It turns out that the husband was a duke in England okay. so they go and they're like we're gonna go to uh you know fucking England to go see your family and the the of course the what do you call it who's the the, the, the father not the father the uh, patriarch of the family is Roger Moore okay. he's a duke and sure. he has a, he has another son and guess what the son is actually a prince in line for the throne by the way okay and now you'll never believe this but her charming American ways charm the pants off these these uh i okay British i have people. a question are american women charming because i don't think well, that i am charming what <laughs> my what charming me, to other countries what made me laugh about this was that it obviously suffered from the fact that they just didn't have a, a budget uh-huh and so like all these things that are supposed to be big and lavish and exciting and it's like I mean, they, it looks like they just rented a hall and put up a couple of Christmas lights. <laughs> it's like, oh, we, we all chipped in to get you a dress to the, to, the, to the main character. And it's like, yeah, that's just a plain dress. Like, <laughs> this is, it really made me appreciate like the Vanessa Hudgens style ones on Netflix where yeah. they fucking just, sort of, she's just like, nah, let's just dress it everything up and have fun. This one just felt like, like it was just fucking, like it was just like a chore. Yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was, it was, it was, it was decent. It was, it's not that great. And for this genre, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you. I'm sorry. This one is just I, disappointing. Honestly, I I will never ever watch these. So well, you can. It's go on ahead. Netflix, so you can go ahead and watch it. I won't. <laughs> All right. Next, let's go to a little movie called Falling for Christmas. Oh my god. All right. It's also called A Snowcap Christmas because uh, for some reason they just changed the titles to these. <laughs> You may as well, right. I guess. Why not? So in this one, we have an ice skater, right? And she's going for the championship. But she gets injured. And it, uh, the place that she has to go to get rehab is in this small little town in fucking, I think it's Colorado. It's always a small little town. Always. And there she meets, another, she meets, she meets a man, all right, who is a former hockey player. And he has to explain to her that, like, oh, you know, I used to be this hockey player, one of the greatest hockey players of my time. But, um... You know, I had to give it up because I just kept getting injured. And I learned to just appreciate the small things in life. Mm -hmm. And guess what, Dragon? This big town girl going for the championships and figure skating, she decides to give it all up for him, for love. <laughs> okay. All right, this one is one of those that I think I've told you before. My favorite thing about these is the ones that just go for fucking crazy stories. Mm -hmm. This is one that's just a crazy fucking story. <laughs> 
we have a world champion figure skater and then uh one of the greatest allegedly one of the greatest hockey players of all time having a meet cute in a small town in fucking colorado and she how come she's the one that gives up her fucking career how come he, he didn't he, he had given it up years before oh okay so he goes he had kept getting injured and he just decided like oh taking care of his daughter is more important so now he just take care he takes care of his daughter so in other words he's a bum yeah, he's a fucking no, he, bum. No, he he runs like a hardware shop and stuff. It's just <laughs> it it's it's one of these movies that's just like, man, this is weird. And then every now and then they throw something in that's really weird, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So I actually enjoyed it. All right. Okay. Um, okay. This one's on Prime, so you can watch it, Dragon. <laughs> Again, I won't. <laughs> All right. Next. I'm like tuning you out right now. <laughs> when I okay. re-listen to this later, this will all be new. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Keep going. All right. Next. Uh, I watched a little movie called Midnight at Magnolia. It's another Christmas movie, Dragon. Although it was advertised as a Christmas movie, okay? It's under their Christmas family movie sections. Except this movie starts on the day after Christmas. (gasps) They fucking lied. No, and it goes on until uh, fucking New Year's. Did you you give it zero zero stars? (laughs) I was fucking furious. Did you write write a scathing review on, (laughs) on Netflix for this? All right. So what this is about is two radio. It's two two BFFs, right? They've been BFFs since they were kids. Mm-hmm. To the point, like they are best friends, a uh, man and a woman. They are best friends forever. Uh, they're they they know each other because their parent. They're both their dads own a restaurant called Magnolia. Okay. All right. And now now they grew up best friends, and now they host a radio show together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And guess what, Dragon. The 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 in order to get themselves a big gig on Sirius satellite radio, they have to start pretending that oh we're going to pretend that we're dating each other so that way there's going to be a big reveal on the New Year's party and that's mm-hmm. going to happen at Magnolia their parents' uh, restaurant that is about to go under by the way. Okay. So you know they have to pretend to be dating, but then at the very end, guess what happens, Dragon? They fall in love. Oh my goodness! I, it's like, I feel like. Did you see this movie? <laughs> no, for some reason I just guessed. <laughs> All right, this one's kind of stupid, but it does have the 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 things that I, I enjoy, which is like, what? The, none of this makes sense. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? So <laughs> it was fun. It was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. I had a ball. All right, Dragon. That one's. Oh, sorry. That one's on Netflix. So you can watch it. Dragon. Oh, thank God. Yes, I, I definitely. I'm gonna do that. To that movie right. that you just talked about. <laughs> so this is why I'm only doing three and not six, which I could have easily done because God. I can already hear you getting angry, despite the I, fact that you didn't see these movies. Just like tuning out, just immediately tuning out. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I right. didn't, sorry, I didn't hear a word. <laughs> oh, God, I love this segment. <laughs> All right, Dragon. We did it. Yep. We made it. Despite you almost dropping out in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> I was this close to stopping the recording. <laughs> All right, let's start with a little segment we call Dragon at the Movies. You mean end end with a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies? Fine. Dragon. Yes. Why don't you give us your... Why don't you tell us about this movie since you got to choose it? Okay, so I chose, and I, Berto, just for you, just for you, chose a rom-com. An actual good one. I chose 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You. So this comes in at a cool one hour and 37 minutes. It's on Amazon Prime. It's directed by Gil Younger, and it's starring Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Larissa Olyenik, whose name I will get at some point. Um, (laughs) So 10 Things I Hate About You, the dragon of the movies for it, is it is a take on Taming of the Shrew, and it's basically about a a, uh, high school girl who's 
Uh, sister really wants to date, but their dad has a rule that she can't date unless um, the this girl dates, the older one. So uh, the younger sister, who really wants to date, uh, convinces, or she has a lot of boys after her, and they, they convince somebody else to, they pay him to take out the shrewish sister. Anyway, that's a great explanation for a movie that I love. <laughs> but I, I quit. I do love you how you just yada 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 there. I did, I did. Thank you so much. Well, because I started, I I was like, you're getting too into the weeds. You gotta gotta pull back. And then it was too late. And then I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So uh, I said things I hate about you. This is honestly a fucking classic. I, so the first time I saw this, I was, I must have been like early high school because it came out in 99 when I was still in middle school. So I, and I I definitely didn't see it in theaters. And, uh, oof, boy, let me tell you, when I watched this, I was like, I want to be Julia Stiles. Like, that is who I want to be as a person. And I think I did pretty good. <laughs> at least at the shrew part. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were very shrew. Yeah. Problem is you missed a bunch of other extra stuff there. But okay. <laughs> anyway, right. let, 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 let's get into it. Dragon, can I just say that yes. there was an era called the late 90s yep. where they were all trying to be like, hey, let's try to do the whole pretty and pink yeah. 16 candles like uh what do you call those the um like the high school drama no not, not drama but like the high school movies like the john hughes movies yeah kind of like trying to do coming this. of agey sort of slice of life high yeah, school movies so they were trying to do all these john hughes style films so there's yeah. this the, there was this whole genre between i would say like 90 96 until maybe 2005 where it's just like these these movies she's all, all that movies. 10 things i hate about you uh, i would say never been kissed is in here um american pie american pie yeah. i'm gonna throw mean girls in there uh, yeah mean girls super i would ba- say with the, with the end of that era yeah, yeah. super bad i would say it's super bad was the end of the era because super okay. ba- actually no super bad came after the era but it kind of was spoofing on that era yeah um can't hardly wait mm-hmm. clueless not mm-hmm. another teen movies jawbreaker a hundred girls. Oh God, job a bunch breaker, that, job breaker is so good. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of these that you will like. You probably never even heard of. Yeah, but. for sure, for sure. Drive me crazy. Oh my God, you remember that one? No, I don't. Oh, that was a great one. You should watch that one for the podcast. <laughs> but um, basically, yeah, there, there was this whole era, but there was a few that were very good, and mm-hmm. I think the ones that are very good is the Ten Things I Hate About You. I think that. Um, What's it called? Clueless is great, but Can't Hardly Wait is probably the one that's truest to the formula that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Because it does have all those stupid things about it, but yet it does it well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it basically, it, it, it is a good recreation of a John Hughes film. Yeah, that's the best I, way I could describe it. I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's, it's John Hughes for 1999, and it's such a 1999 time capsule. Yeah. It, it, the, the fashion, the hair, the music, oh, the way they about, talk. Um, Ten things. Yeah, ten things. Okay. It, oh God, it's it's just like immediately I was like, man, high school. What's up? <laughs> oh God, the, the 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 fucking blue jeans that everyone was wearing. I was like, oh boy, this is taking me back. This is reminding me of a lot of things. The weird spaghetti strap tank tops that Julia Stiles exclusively wears oh, with, a, yes. with a sweater with a, like a little cardigan over it. Just exactly right. <laughs> oh my God. And the the braid in your hair, like underneath, sort of, <laughs> in your long hair, it just, everything was, everything about it was correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, let's get into this, Dragon. Well, actually, we are into yeah, it. Yeah, we are into it. Yeah. Um, fucking, can I just say this? Yeah. Now, I love the show, Al- uh, Malik's Mac. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Secret Life of Alex Mac, where she turns into a puddle. Yeah, she she has a girl who gets superpowers, and that superpower is she turns into a puddle. And yeah. And that's, that's pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. 
like I, I don't understand how that was a TV show, but yep, it was a TV show. I also loved that show as a kid, and I don't remember much about it at this point, but I remember really liking it. Andrew oh, yeah. loved it, had a little crush on that girl. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, like that's just something about it. Now, looking back at this, I was like, I don't see what the big deal is about her, because she's nothing special. She's cute. She's very, very she's, cute. She's cute, but there's nothing special. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing that would make me think that she is the most popular girl in school. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And then the same thing for Cat. I'm like, she can, like, and uh, what's her name? that plays cat uh the actress julia, uh, julia styles. styles yeah also it's like she well also she she downplays her her looks in this a lot yeah but she but still same thing i don't think she is meant for that role you know what i appreciate no i think she is i think i think julia styles is a thousand i think they i think it's well cast i honestly do i think you're right i, I think it's well cast actor wise but i just think that like look wise or at least maybe 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 like if you were to recast this for today, mm-hmm. I think that there's a certain look you would be going for and none yes. of these people have it. But here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I think for 1999, this is perfect in terms of looks. I think in 1999, um, the girl that plays Bianca, the actress that plays Bianca, Alex Mack, is exactly correct. Exactly correct for this. And so is Julia Stiles. Do you remember 1999? It was like all the girls were like, it was like kind of straightish hair, blonde. You had that little flip out at the end, really tweezed eyebrows, thin eyebrows, really skinny. Like this was, they were it. Like they you know were what? beautiful. You know what, Dragon? I'm going to have to agree with you because I will say that it wasn't until the end of this time, maybe like 98, around this time, 98, 99, mm-hmm. that was when the, uh, the fucking, the Spanish wave, the new Spanish wave came mm-hmm. into music and that's when really the big butt started to take over. Yeah, and that skipped New Hampshire. <laughs> we were like <laughs> straight up behind that by like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, so, so now it's like, oh, women, women have shapes. Yeah. Let's let's have clothing that might highlight those shapes. No, 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 no. No, it, at this time. <laughs> at this I, time, no. It's when literally I was just... a kid. Like I remember, an insult would be like, "Oh my god, you have such a big butt," and it's like yeah. such a like weird thing to think about now that some ki- some kids would like make fun of a girl for having a big butt. Like that's wild. <laughs> at, at this time, you know what's attractive, dragon? A midriff. <laughs> yeah, a midriff. That's that's completely flat. There are no yep. curves on you whatsoever. Your nope, jeans nope. are so low. It doesn't so matter. Low. It doesn't matter. All that we require is some space between your jeans and your top. Yeah. And then and we were all like, oh my goodness, that is the sexiest thing in the world. And often that space is below your belly button, which I think yes. is hilarious. Now that now thinking back on it. And look, looking at <laughs> looking at all of the stuff that these girls were wearing from um what was the name of the there was a store that that I got like all I tried to get all my shit up, but my parents refused because it was too expensive. It's like Dahlia's or something like that. I forget. But anyway, okay. it, uh, yeah, no, this was, this is on point. I think this was on point for how everybody looked. And it did actually make me feel like, I was like, man, the amount of makeup that kids nowadays know how to do that, like, oh, they didn't yeah. even bother doing in, in the movie in 1999. Like, these, they look, look, they're very pretty people, obviously. Like, you know, a, Julia Stiles is very beautiful. So is, um, Alex Mack. But, yeah, like, but neither one of them are wearing makeup. No, that they're not, not that, not, they're not contoured. They're not anything like that. Like, they look like they could be in high school. Like, they look like you, two people who went to a high school. You know who's wearing a good amount of makeup? Who? Gabrielle Union, who has, like, three scenes. Yeah, yeah, she is. But she also is, like, 
And also, it's also downplayed. Mm-hmm. Also, super downplayed. N- nowhere near what. And all of these people, like their hair, would be done in a very specific way. Their makeup would would be contoured to shit. Like they, nowadays, like you, they would look like they're on a red carpet, like going to high school. Whereas you know I think I, I think they did a really good job of making. Like they just didn't care about that, and they, they just look like high school kids. Even Heath Ledger and uh, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like both of them look like Heath Ledger looks obviously much older than Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but like they both look like people you could see in a high school. Um, maybe not Heath Ledger, but yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, definitely. Heath Ledger, I don't know no. about Heath Ledger. Here's I think Heath Ledger Heath... is like, he should be in college, mm-hmm. and this probably yes. plays into the fact that he, he took off a year. Exactly. I was going to say, he looks like a high school kid got, got held but, back, but so now still, he's like, he... he's like 20 years old in high no, school still. No, honestly, I thought he looked like a, like a closing, like he's closing in on his, uh, he's finishing off his, uh, what do you call it? College. His highest college. Yeah. But, but it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's a fucking movie. I, first of <laughs> all, we were from the 90s when 30-year-olds were playing high school students, so. <laughs> That is true. That is, and you know what? I didn't bother to look up how old everybody was, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt definitely seems very young. Like he seems yeah. like he was about about right. Yeah, and Alex Mack, Alex Mack was probably a little bit older, but not that much. Julia Stiles a little bit older, but not that much. Like I, I think that it, um, I think they did a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Yes. Do you think that the jokes kept up? Held up. Yeah, kinda. I mean, I, look. Yeah, I agree. Some of they, them were a little like, ooh, they, that that wouldn't have flown today. But not even they weren't. Today, even, but it, they weren't even that sorry. bad. Um, no, I I think that like not not that they wouldn't have flown today because I don't think like there's there's only a couple of jokes that I was like, okay, that's that's kind of weird in this place. Yeah. And most of it was not like inappropriate or something that like, oh, you can't say that anymore. It's yeah. literally just like. They would a movie would not have uh, the principal writing a sex book <laughs> while talking to the children. I think it that would was be the like, guidance yeah, counselor, whatever it is, Miss Purdy. I, 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 I what a good I thought character. it was hilarious. Well, I, I thought it was hilarious, but I'm like, I know they wouldn't be doing that. She and she like sexually harassed Jake. Um, nope, uh, not Jake Gyllenhaal, not Jessica Gordon Levitt. <laughs> what the fuck Heath is this? Heath Ledger. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just getting the all Joker. the. I'm getting all the all the boys that I had crushes on around this time. I'm getting them confused in my head, and I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm just. My brain is like you know the guy you wanted to fuck, and it's like going through all the Rolodex of the um, boys. Yeah. That made I me feel l- something. <laughs> Can I say I did like the part where uh, Michael was showing uh, what's his name Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, Robin. Let's just fucking call him Robin. That when, was his name? <laughs> no, no. Oh, his from Batman. Yes, from Batman yeah. and Robin. I get it. So I get it. When, when Michael was showing Robin uh, all the clicks in school, I was like, I kind of want more of this. I know. Of him just going through the clicks. Extremely 90s. Extremely fun. Yeah. I, and then when he sees Alex Mack, he immediately is like, oh my goodness, my world has changed now. <laughs> well, and I was like, look, I, she's a pretty girl, but you know. So the thing that I didn't remember about this uh, when I watched it in high school and I really haven't I, I maybe watched it once since then mm-hmm. so this is all like high school nostalgia for me um, the thing that I didn't remember is how like Shakespearean a lot of the um, dialogue is um, like, there's a few lines that are all over the top not Shakespearean yeah. but it's almost like like it, it, it's very out of place well it's borrow I think it's borrowing from that sort it's, of because like it's it, taking from the play but I just feel yeah. like had had they done it had how do I put it they shouldn't have used it there because it just felt out of place. I disagree. I kind of liked it. I I was like I and like knowing that it's a it's like a sort of remake of Taming of the Shrew. I think it like really, I think it it works. I think it works really well. Like JGL when he first sees um, Alex Mack, he like what he says is so lyrical and ridiculous and nothing that it like 
15 to 16 year old boy would say right yeah like, that's what i'm just, saying like that that's that's a part but, where i was like it kind of takes me out where i, I wish know, they I kinda, hadn't had i had that. fun with it i had fun with it i liked it and then there, you have like that character the girl who's julia style's best friend who's like this weird she like only exists to Gabrielle be like Union. no 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 that's alex Mack's back's best friend oh i'm sorry i'm sorry good yeah. i'm talking about julia oh, style's yes. best friend who um, is like this like nerdy shakespeare girl who's like in love with shakespeare but her she like exists to like have three lines and be like a mild she, plot literally, point at one point uh, uh, I think her name was Mandela. Yeah, it was Mandela. Yeah, I just looked it up. Mandela. She literally just exists so that Michael <laughs> yeah. can 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 curse some puss. Yeah, that is her entire purpose in this fucking movie. And she's somebody. Um, she's somebody that Julia Stiles goes to like a what is clearly a lesbian club with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me. Well, oh, one thing I wanted to point out was that. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So sorry. Can I just say? Yeah. Cat. Mm-hmm. Julia Stiles, main yeah. character, yeah, was so fucking annoying in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> in fact, annoying throughout the entire movie. Not even the beginning of this movie. I wouldn't... The entire fucking movie, I felt that she was so fucking boring. Not boring, I'm sorry. Uh, annoying. annoying. I think you're wrong. I think she's just been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and she's lashing out at the world, Bruno. No, first off, she's lashing out at the world. I loved when the teacher, the black teacher, uh, <laughs> Mr. Kick, Morgan, kicks her out like, multiple times. Number one, kicks her out. But then is also like, oh, I'm sorry, you're so oppressed in your fucking white white world with your oh. giant house. Oh, and yeah. And he no. just like calls her out on her bullshit and then just like kicks her out of the, the room. I, I also loved that. That was such a good part. He He's a great character. I, I think, I really think he's a great character. I actually, I, I, yeah, I despite don't think, him having only like six lines. Yeah. He's fucking great. They're, all of his lines are amazing in this. Well, because he's the character that like, so this, the world that they live in is like the super rich, like, upper upper middle class um like suburban world in i think seattle they're somewhere in the state of washington and yeah. it's this like it's just such a like fancy like group of students who clearly have a lot of money and then you like juxtapose that with this teacher who's just clearly he's like the only like normal human being and it's like if you took a normal human being and put them in this world yeah they're gonna be like what the fuck are you taught like this is ridiculous and you're gonna be like, kind of angry at all of them for being these like privileged you know little kind of annoying snot-nosed kids and i really liked that i thought that can was I, very fun and it's a character say- you don't usually get in these in these kinds no of you're movies. right can I just say yeah. that every single one of the adults, 100% of the adults in this movie are fucking odd to the point where it's like, I, I feel like the entire movie is just like, no, this is a kid's movie. And every time we have an adult in there, yeah. we're just going to give them some weird quirk just so that they don't get in the way of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is a so, movie centered around the high school students. and the, yeah, the, so, yeah. So Mr. Morgan is a fucking weirdo because it's like. Like he's he's the 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 what do you call it the um the Greek chorus on it which is not the Greek chorus I forget the, ex- the exact term the Greek chorus is the one that sings that's telling you yeah, what's yeah. happening yeah that gives uh, like exposition the, hey. yeah he's the one who is like he's basically our thoughts which is like what the fuck do you have to complain about yeah he's like the the audience's um uh, stand-in yeah <laughs> whatever I forget uh, there's a term for that too and I don't remember what it is. <laughs> The dad in this is so fucking weird, but I love his weirdness. I do too. I honestly, I think I think he's great. I think the I think Miss Purdy or whatever her name is. Yeah, I, she, I think the goddess she has a great. Lines. The one I feel like the one that wouldn't necessarily work super well is the coach, but like nowadays. But I, I don't think it was like bad or anything. It's just yeah. like he he felt a little out of place. It's just I feel like so the, I'm I'm gonna get to it later. But I and feel those like are the only are, adults. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there are um, scenes that were cut out 
that I was like, I don't understand what, um, I don't understand how we got from point A to point B and there's scenes that are missing in this. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they just didn't edit them in. Yeah. And so I feel like there's a couple more scenes with that teacher yeah. that were just edited out because it wasn't until the detention scene that I realized he's the teacher who got shot in the butt with the arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like a teacher gets shot in the butt with the arrow and stuff's happening in the background and the main characters look at it for a second and then just go back and to the regular dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's, it does not exist in reality, which almost made me like it more. It, I, yeah, I do think that's one. I also, I think that's like a good way of showing like they, these people are like self-involved, you know, it's like they don't, care. Like, yeah, they don't, they, they don't care about what's going on around them. They care about themselves. But that's like all, all high school kids, right? right. And, like. And again, Larry Miller, the father, fucking um, hilarious. He had some of the best lines in the movie. <laughs> like when the girl was like, Dad, it's just a party. And he's like, and hell is just a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking great line. I love the fact that it's because he he works. Um, he's a, what's it called? He's a doctor who delivers babies. Like mm-hmm. that's why he's so paranoid about his he's kids. An, he's an OBGYN, yeah. <laughs> and that one. Um, also when, when he was... <laughs> Uh, when he makes well, Alex Mack wear the pregnant suit. Oh, I thought that was fun. The belly, the pregnant belly. Yeah. You know, when, he does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the part where he was like, I, I had, I delivered the baby to a 16 year old girl. And he's like, do you know what she told me? And the daughter's like, I wish I wasn't a crack whore. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which was, I was like, harsh. <laughs> and he's like, well, n- and he's like, uh, no, but she said, I wish I had listened to my parents. No, father. <laughs> I wish I had listened to my father. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Alex Mack is like, no, she didn't. And he's like, well, she would have said that had she not been high on morphine. <laughs> yeah, his character, his character was really good. I, I mean, obviously, my favorite is Heath Ledger, who we've barely, barely touched upon. Oh, yeah, we, we got to get on to, my, we got to talk to the okay, jo- about so, the Joker. Yeah, well, we'll, tra- we'll talk about all the, all the, ki- the, the men in a second. Yes. But like, Heath Ledger comes on screen and immediately I was like, he is so hot. <laughs> Just yeah, like the, I was... so 1999 hot. And I was like, man, what a loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a fucking loss. Yeah. And he's so fucking good in this movie. Oh, too. so good. And with the like, accent and the fucking. Does, oh, he's does... so dark and brooding, but really he's sensitive and sweet. Like when yeah, you get to like know he, him. Oh my God. He's, he's the type of guy who's like, oh, dragon i like you know how he's all mean and like scary and everything i bet i bet all he needs is someone to just warm his heart <laughs> that could be you dragon you jesus could warm his heart. just killed me absolutely killed. i was like <laughs> take me now he's <laughs> fletcher from 10 things i hate about you <laughs> so and then and there's like him juxtaposed against um joseph gordon levitt who's like a baby like Keith Ledger is like you know it takes like a man to tame to tame julia styles right and like jgl yeah that's that's the implication yeah that's the implication and jgl is is like going after her her little sister who's just like not not uh yeah like sweet and kind of like uh like stupid she's stupid stupid, vapid like she's she's very stupid kind of i mean they they have some dialogue in there specifically to remind you like these are kids who have stupid kid conversations yeah i would say i I think vapid is actually a really good way to describe her and 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 he his infatuation with her also is very very skin deep like he doesn't actually know anything about her like he doesn't get to know her he doesn't even try and he gets angry at people for for getting to for for yeah for insulting her her. and it's like bro you you don't even know her. you haven't even said hi to her yeah like what are you talking about and the the i feel like there was a part in this too where i think i nowadays i don't i don't think it was really 
go super well but like um alex mack basically blows off joseph gordo levitt right she's like i'm not interested you know like yeah i, I appreciate at, that at the party I, the party scene yeah and he like goes off on her later on and i was like you're being such a milady like why do you think she owes you anything she's never told you she was interested like come on but but here's the thing is that like so you have to understand that she she is the the most popular girl in class uh, in school and everyone loves her and everyone tries to is every here's the thing everyone is trying to just constantly crush that puss. Oh, okay? my favorite was when Heath Ledger was like, "What's up with this girl? She has beer flavored nipples." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I thought that was very very funny. <laughs> but um yeah, so he she is just trying to everyone is trying to crush that puss, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone is trying to constantly get in that and everyone knows she's she's off limits, which almost makes it more more so exciting and stuff like that. And the thing is that Joseph Gordon Levitt finally is the one who talks to her like, "The fuck is wrong with you? How can you treat how can you act like this?" And that's finally when she's like, "Oh my goodness. Oh, someone who's someone treating me like crap." Let me kiss you. Yeah. That, oh, I, oh my I God. I wasn't you a fan of that. You treat me poorly. I wasn't a fan of that. I, yeah, I was you like, know, you know, I understand. I understand what they were trying to do. They're trying to teach her a lesson that she was using Joseph Gordon-Levitt to get what she wanted. And it turns out what she wanted was bad, right? Like the thing that she wanted was, which was that other vapid dude, yeah. like model guy. That was bad. So I was like, I, I just don't like, I don't know. Dragon. I did that one. That was the only thing that I was like, I don't love, I don't love thing, it. Don't, don't you know women who are like that? Who like need to be taken down a peg? Who just they? What it is is like they they've never been taken down a peg, and then like when you so when you treat them badly, suddenly they get excited, <laughs> right, dragon? You know what I'm talking about? No, talking I don't know any. Dragon. I don't know any you women like dragon. this in real life. You dragon, you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that is kind of the implication that they're doing is that like it's because she she never thinks about anything else except yeah. for herself. Yeah. And the entire time she's like, oh, my sister hates me. That's why she she's not. Right, she right, literally right. thinks that Julia Stiles hates her. Um, <laughs> hates her. That is why Julia Stiles will not go go out on dates. Yeah. So it's like kind of it's one of those things where it's like you know the world doesn't revolve around you. Jesus Christ! Like how about you just fucking like stop? Yeah. Don't be so fucking selfish. So I, let me just say I appreciated that dragon. <laughs> Because she did need to be taken down a peg. And also, Joseph Gordon-Levitt did have to be taken up a peg. Because he was like, the f- like, oh, forget it. You know, because he, he went to the, well, during the party, got, he, he got, went to the Joker and was like, yeah. oh, you know what? I, this chick, she kind of used me and didn't do this. And he's like, like can, will you stand up for yourself? He's like, oh, <laughs> she, she, left, she left me to go hang out with that other dude. And he's like, will you fucking stand up for yourself? You, that guy's a piece of shit. That, that was that was really good. I think I think everything Heath Ledger does in this movie is perfect. It's perfect, and he's perfect, and I love him. He's a perfect man. <laughs> anyway, everything Heath Ledger does is perfect, including that little like speech that he gives. I mean, yeah, yeah. I really like that speech. And the funny thing is, like, it's amazing that in a movie where the 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 best human being in this movie is a person who was paid to take out somebody and who was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Like, like who had like, you would think that would be the person with those scruples, right? But he's mm-hmm. the only one in this entire movie who's doing something that's like, ends up being like selfless and, and like kind. And yeah. like, can, can like I just say, morally be- the best one. Before we move on away from uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and yeah. uh, Alex Mack, yeah. I, I just want to point out that Alex Mack did have it in her plan to use Joseph Gordon-Levitt to to like to, to use Joseph Gordon Levitt so that she could go date uh yes. what's his name Joey yeah but they never really showed that no he, well the only the only scene they had that was is she was like he asked her to go sailing with him 
Yes. And, and she just said yes. She Well, no. She said, oh, I would oh, love to, right, but I right, can't right. because I can't date because my sister doesn't date. And that's kind of what kicked all this off. So I do understand that. But also, like, buddy, like, you, you see what's happening, right? Like, she's clearly interested in somebody else. Yeah, but I, I just wish they had explained that a little. Not explained it, but they had shown it just a little bit more. Like, another scene where yeah. they had just shown that. So that way, it could really come through when he yells at her to be yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then it doesn't look like him being a milady. It looks like, you know, she actually needed to be told, like, you're, yeah. what you're doing is bad and mean. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is kind of dumb. He's a little annoying. And yeah. I have no idea why Michael is such a friend that's going to help him out with this. Well, it kind of seems like Michael just needs a friend because he got uh, ex- yeah, he, he got just... he got ex- um, he got kicked out of his friend group. His, like, yeah, yeah. So he much. he like needed a new friend, basically. Yeah, but so he, he like can we just say Michael is the hero of the story? He's the one who comes up with the plan. Yes. The entire plan is come up. We came up because Michael was like, I have an idea. Yeah. And he it worked. Fucking perfect. And of course, he is the he is played by the guy who played uh, Wednesday Adams' little boyfriend in Adams Family Values. <laughs> yes. And by the way, to show yeah. thanks, the movie provides him Mandela, <laughs> and it's like, here you go, a Shakespeare chick who's this you can crush. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm just happy that that happened. So yeah. the good guy. I, look, I'm proud of him. I'm happy the, for him. I'm proud of him. He did fine. The good guy in the movie gets something. Mm-hmm. It's not just he's just like forgotten about. One of the because wh- the movie does kind of forget about him. Yeah, 100. One of the one of the like obnoxious lines in this is when he he goes to Mandela and he's like, "Oh, you have a thing for Shakespeare?" And she's like, "It's more than a thing. We're involved." And I was like, "Oh, so such a 1999 fucking line in this uh, movie." <laughs> I could totally just picture you doing that, but not with uh, Shakespeare. It's got to be some other fucking. I, I get, basically Heath Ledger. He was Heath Ledger. <laughs> it's only it's Heath Ledger from this movie with his little Australian accent. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's his like, hair, it's a little I bit would long. Be like, oh, you, oh, you like uh, <laughs> ten things I hate about you? No, only only Heath Ledger. Only it's Heath like Ledger. oh, oh, you you got a thing for him, huh? We're involved. Thank you. <laughs> I'm saving myself for him. I know he died ten years ago or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, yes, yes, yes. And yes. I would be like, really, not a Knight's Tale? He's they're pretty good in that one too. I didn't see it. Really? No. You should watch that dragon. Yeah. Again, I'm not a rom com person. Um. Yeah, but he's got a sword in it, and you know oh. how I love swords. Okay. How I love a movie. I love a movie with a man who has armor and a sword. Okay. That's weird, but okay. We should watch 300. The second it comes on streaming. <laughs> but nope, because they don't have horses. They don't have armor. They definitely don't have armor. I mean, they have there's... a shield. Because somebody <laughs> says, "Come back with your shield or on it." <laughs> Okay, but that's a different era. I like the Middle Age. Okay, okay, okay. That's, okay, that's okay. like the Greek time, you know? Yeah. It's different times. Oh, it just doesn't one, work. One of the other things that wouldn't happen nowadays in a film is Julia Stiles flashing her fucking coach. Whoa, <laughs> yes, 100%. Because, again, I didn't understand the that scene. It yeah. was just weird. And it's just an odd scene that's like, I... I like why is this here? Like I this, not even it wouldn't happen. They would just take out that scene. That scene is not necessary for yeah. any purpose. No, it, and there's just no reason she. It, it just it doesn't make any sense. Although I do remember, like as a as a very young woman in like my teens, thinking that like flashing somebody was like 
sort of okay like i never (laughs) did it but i and i wonder if it's because of this movie or if that was just a cultural thing at the time like look at this fun joke like i I don't get it i (laughs) guess it's like look this is how we distract men by just showing them the titties and like it'll be fine and there will be absolutely no repercussions to flashing your fucking teacher that's wild that person would have been like go to guidance council go to guidance counseling right now we're fucking dealing with this that is so inappropriate you're being suspended like it would just be like a thing there was no way that teacher would be investigated for something like you just wouldn't that's what happen. i'm saying my chick was like there's no way that he would just let her walk out like that and i was like no maybe he's just like let's no one ever talk about this again because <laughs> i'm gonna be fired and it's i didn't like, even if we do anything all just forget what happened just now i won't be fired and that's kind of just what i want because no one's gonna believe me that she just flashed me for no reason yeah would be like well what did you say to make her do that it's like no no i didn't do anything <laughs> Like, I'm innocent. And and that's her coach that she spends like time with. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. This is terrible. It's bad. But apparently at this time it it was fine. It was, it was fine. okay. You know, back in the back back in the late nineties, it was okay. This was is okay. an okay thing. It was Look, acceptable. There's a surprising amount of stuff that back in the nineties and even early two thousands, I'm like, wow, really? That's that was okay to put in this? Oof, okay. <laughs> that yeah. is we have come a long way. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that scene I absolutely would not fly. Okay. Can I, okay, now, can I just say, let's, we got to talk about the Joker. Okay. The scenes where, number one, okay. Obsessed with him, yes. Number one, I I really love the scenes where he's going up to her and she's just treating, he's trying to hit on her and she just keeps treating him like crap. I I don't know what it is. I love those scenes early on before they actually like go to the party. Right, right, right. Because when they go to the party, that's when they actually start like date dating. Yes. Or, or at least in the movie, that's it's what, like that's they've when moved she kind on of, to another point. She's like accepted him at that point. She's like, yeah. all right, like you've you've put in you've, some work. You've I, put up with enough shit. Yeah. Um, by the way, I do love the fact that, that the, the party is just, they just stormed the party. Like it was just this group get together having like a, a fucking a couple of like, it was just a group, like five people talking on a, ch- on a couch. And then next thing you know, of 200 children walk in with beer <laughs> and suddenly now a party's happening and i was just like you know what fuck it i'll go with this this is hilarious it's, again i thought that that's what happened in high school and i don't know if you know this bro but that did not happen to me in high school no. <laughs> i was not you invited to a single party she's <laughs> the other thing that didn't happen to me either weird do you think that no. do you think that it's me and you do you I think that it's, gotta us? Be, it's just gotta be us it's gonna be us this must have been happening all the time right it, it had to have been it just we weren't cool enough to be invited to it yeah Okay. 100%. Fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll, I understand. I understand and I accept. So, no, another thing. He, uh, so, okay. Now, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his, the scene where they, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Michael go to him mm-hmm. are, he's in a bar. Yeah. Like, how are they allowed to go into a bar, including fucking the Joker? How is he allowed to go in a bar? Well, I think it's implied that he's, like, a bad boy. So he probably has, like, a fake ID or, like, he's just, like, well, you know, he's, like, got some older friends. He seems like the kind of guy who, like, when he was a freshman, he was friends with all the seniors and then just, like, stayed friends with them as they, like, graduated and got uh, shitty is, jobs at bars and stuff. You just, you just don't want to think that he's he's breaking rules. I think that's what No, I think he's breaking rules. I think he probably has a fake yeah, ID Yeah, but or in a good shit. way. Yeah, yeah. Cause well, because he, he's cool. He's cool and he's yeah, hot. He's a cool. He's a cool hot guy. He's a cool hot guy. He's just waiting. He's just waiting to get out of um to get out of high school because he's it's stupid. He doesn't belong there. Yeah, he's above that. He's, he's better than it. that. All right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's above it. Um. Okay. Okay. So the Joker. I yeah. I really like the scenes where he's trying to like 
pick her up. Mm-hmm. Well, now, here's the weird thing, and this is another part where I'm like, I feel like there's scenes that are that are edited out, mm-hmm. which is um, they tell uh, the Joker where Julia Stiles is going to be. Yeah. What? And it's like her favorite plan is her favorite band is playing here. Yeah. So you have to go to that bar, and he's like, No, 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 I can't, I can't go there. I can't be a scene around that place. Mm-hmm. Never explained why. And then he goes to that bar. Yeah. And he and knows the bartender. He knows the bartender. And so, it's like, wait, wait a minute. He he knows this place, but he he specifically says that he can't go in there. So I I took here's here's how I explain this way in my head. Okay. Is that he knows he's like so hot? <laughs> yes, because he's so hot it doesn't matter. No, because yeah. so in my head I was like, oh, there's like probably like a few local bartenders that like work at different places, right? So I assume that the dive bar he's usually at, that bartender also works at another bar because that's not unheard of, right? Bartender works no. at a couple different bars, um, and uh, so like he was like, oh, I don't want Jeff from fucking dive bar to know that I'm going to this like uh, lesbian club. Yeah, where I know. He I also just works. wish I wish that was explained by I him. I don't think like... it needs to be explained. Listen, no, it's a no, tight, it's a Jeff tight from- hour. The fucking di- he goes right to Jeff from the dive bar. No, not Jeff to the dive bar. He goes right to the bartender and, yep. and says hi to him. Yep. So it's not like he was hiding. No, no. It no. was almost what was implied was that he doesn't want to go there because it's a chick. It's a it's a fucking like. It's a yes, lesbian. yes, yes. You, but listen, listen to me. He goes right to the guy because he says, I don't want to be seen there. But once he decides he's going to go, he's like, fuck it. They can see me. It doesn't matter because he's so cool and he's so comfortable with himself. He's above all that, right? He's above all that. Listen, you'll never take this away from me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will explain away all of the behavior from Heath Ledger. You keep keep asking. I'll explain. (laughs) I do like that when they get to the party, by the way. Yeah. He is immediately like... What the fuck is going on with Kat? Like, what is wrong with her? She's fucking psycho. She's drinking shots like crazy. And then now I have to babysit her. And that's kind of where he he starts to get real feelings. Is because he's kind of like... He's taking taking care of her. She's she's like a a bird. A hurt bird. And I, because I'm a sweet boy, will take care of her. Yeah. Despite this rough, rugged, good-looking exterior. <laughs> he's really a sweet right? boy. I'm actually a sweet boy in the he's inside. He's a sweet okay. boy. He cares about people. He would never take advantage of anybody. He's so good. Yeah. He's so nice and good. He yeah, drives her home. He checks yeah. on her later. He doesn't He doesn't make out with her because she's drunk. Yeah. Even though she found all that to be... That's, then came the second part, the thing that I didn't understand. Yeah. Why was she angry at him after that party? Uh, okay, so here's here's how the, here's why. She wasn't mm-hmm. angry at him. She was embarrassed by her own behavior. And you know when you really, really embarrass yourself, so you're just like, I just can't face that person again, so I have to like just cut them out? I, no, she, she was doing said, that. Yeah, I get you what you're saying, but she said specifically... She is. She hates him with the fury of a thousand suns or whatever. Kicks a soccer ball towards him. Yeah. She's really angry at him. She's pushing him away. No. She's wh- pushing wh- him away because th- she's embarrassed. I, th- I will also explain away her bad behavior. <laughs> what, what was implied in the film was that she, was, she hated him because he didn't kiss her. Mm-hmm. And she thought that there was an insult. And I'm like, th- not only is Heath Ledger a sweet boy who took care of you while you were shit-faced drunk... He was like, I will not take advantage of you while you are while you are inebriated. Which is the I thing that she should be ex- be happy about, right? Yes. No, but and I, instead, she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I want, I want, I want a man who's no. going to treat me no, no, the no. way. Let me explain. Julia Style goes, I want a man who's going to treat me the way that Joseph Gordon-Levitt treats <laughs> my sister. Uh-huh. Tells me how it is and treats me like a piece of shit. And because you didn't kiss me while I was drunk, <laughs> I will hate you for now. I, uh, no, I disagree. I disagree that that's why. I think it was just out of embarrassment she was lashing out. 
she's la- that's her whole thing. She lashes out to keep people at arm's distance, and that's what she was doing with him. She was lashing out to keep him at an arm's distance. I, I know what you're saying. It didn't Be- make sense in the story. I think it did. I think it was. No. I think it was very on brand, and I understood it completely. And you're wrong. <laughs> Let's move uh, on. Okay, so the scene where they go play to play paintball. Oh. That's just a. We- Can I just say that's a weird scene? No, I loved it. I they're know on you a liked date, it. They're on a nice date, and then they I, make out I in the. Know. They make out in the hay. It's so romantic. He goes to a bookstore and then doesn't go to talk to she she's playing a guitar he doesn't go to talk to her while she's playing the guitar but then he goes to her in the book so it didn't make any sense but i was like i i don't know what's happening but okay let's he, move he on didn't, he didn't want to bother her when she was playing guitar because she seemed so happy in the moment i know but then he then just bothers her while she's trying to buy a book at least she's not playing guitar at that point i don't know i i will excuse you know i'm gonna excuse all of it i don't care <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful love story okay <laughs> oh jesus uh, no, um, I, I think the weirdest part about this is that, like, uh, JGL and Bianca get together. <laughs> JGL and Alex Mack get together. Yeah, they just get together, and then that's it. That's their, they're together. Yeah. Which, okay, we have to also then talk about uh, fucking Joey, who's the model. <laughs> yeah, which we, we barely skimmed about. So I, I, I had forgotten. So when rewatching this movie, I had thought that, I, or I had thought that I remembered that Julia Stiles was raped by Joey. That's what I thought happened. I thought that she was drunk at a party and he like took advantage of her. That's like what my brain remembered from from this. Um, you know, I definitely you Mandela affected. If you made this movie today, that that would be that's what would be implied. Right, but instead, although I don't know because that's a little dark for a comedy. For I think a I think that is really dark for a rom com too. And but I, I also I think that I I thought that because of how like like she changed her her um, life completely. So yeah, but because of that thing, like that's why she changed her behavior. So like the idea that like she would change her whole behavior because like she had sex with somebody and then was like, you know what? I wasn't really ready for that. And then he dumped her is is like weird to me. Like that's not like a jarring enough thing to make you like suddenly become a bitch and stop being popular. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that the, like this, it's honestly, mm-hmm. I'll say this. It felt like the movie could have gone through another like writer. Mm-hmm. A, a, another writer could have read it and been like, okay, look, yeah, what you have here is very good, but uh, you got to change a couple of things. Yeah. And it just seems like it's missing that last piece. I just don't, I don't think that that's like, um, I don't know. I, and that's not to say that like, I think that they should change this if she had been raped because I don't think that. No, like, no, 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 no. In no way did that. I think I'm that. I'm saying that I, I think that like, something else. Yeah. Like, or maybe they should have been like, yeah, like they maybe they just didn't need, they didn't need at all any of the parts about her being popular previously. It's just not necessary. Yeah. Yeah, like, honestly, you can not. just have her be this kind of person. Like, that's it. You don't have to have her, like, have some tragic backstory that made her, like, the way that she is. She can just be the way that she is. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but anyway, even even so, like, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Can I also say that um, there are definitely scenes missing between um, the date mm-hmm. that Heath Ledger has with Julia Stiles. Basically, from the party to the prom. <laughs> there are scenes missing. Yeah. Because... Number one, Alex Mack gets mad at Joseph Gordon-Levitt for not never asking her out. Uh-huh. And then the next scene she's in, she's sneaking away to go to prom. <laughs> Is that the next scene? That's uh, not, maybe not the next exact scene, but the next scene that, they're, that either one of them are in. Oh, interesting. And it's like, shouldn't there be a scene where he asks her to go to prom? No. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just take out the scene where she gets mad at him for not taking her out. I don't prom. know. And, okay. then, and then you could just imply that 
they went they're going to prom together <laughs> i don't know I, I i thought that was fine i uh, i liked uh later on I, well here's the thing so at the prom part i i was like so the rule is that bianca can't date until katarina dates right yes alex matt can't date until julia styles dates uh but like that's the thing that was weird to me is that that means that anytime Bianca goes out, Julia Stiles also has to go out. Yeah, right. That doesn't make sense. Like she can't go to prom unless her sister go to prom. Doesn't make sense. She already broke the date seal. Like that's it. We're done. Yeah, She's dating. That's so it's over. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. These rules, these rules suddenly don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and I do like the father just having a fucking meltdown because yeah. both his daughters are going to, to the prom. Yeah, that apparently just came out of nowhere for him. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean a prom? That also, looks like a prom dress. Two sophomores are going to the prom. That doesn't make sense. No. Well, they, have, they were invited by, they were invited no, by seniors. No, no. She was invited by a senior. Oh, you're right. JGL. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey. Uh, can Also, I, I, I know we started talking about Joey, but we didn't finish it. But, um, oh, right. Here's yes. the thing. The thing I liked about Joey, number one, is yeah. he is perfect. He is perfect in this as a vapid yeah. fucking idiot. And it shows why... The girls kind of think they like him, but then when they actually meet him, they're like, wow, he is, he is <laughs> There's really nothing boring. there. Yeah, there's yeah. literally nothing there. <laughs> He's um, not even nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like like but, the, part where, the part where he asked her to choose between the two pictures, and he goes, what do you think? She's like, I like this one. You look pensive. And he was like, damn, I was going for thoughtful. And then yeah. She's just like, um. <laughs> um. So I like that. I, I like I like his character completely. He's mm-hmm. fucking great. He's great as a bad guy who's mm-hmm. just like not super super bad. So you don't root for him to like die. You yeah, just he, root for him to just, get need in the balls. He just kind of sucks. Yeah. He just kind of so, sucks. The one thing I do like is that he when he said he was gonna date um, Alex Mack, mm-hmm. s- someone was like, "Oh yeah, you want to put money on that?" And he's like, "No no no no. I ha- I have money. Money I have. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do this and for whatever. For 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 myself. He so I liked it that he was just like, "No, I'm not doing this for money. Like, why the <laughs> fuck would I do this for money? I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because I want to do it. Which mm-hmm. I, something about that really made me like it. And yeah. maybe is because he's a piece of shit. But yeah. you know what? At least he's a piece of shit with morals. Is it? Can't hardly wait. Is the one where they put money? It's like where you have to take like the shittiest person out for out to prom or something like that, right? Uh, you have to make somebody n- popular or some shit. I forget what the thing was. No, you're thinking about. Um, I can't hardly wait. Uh, fucking Christ! I know. I can't remember. Uh, she's all that. She's all that. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. She's sorry, all that sorry. is sorry. where. Freddie Prince Jr. is yes. the most popular guy, and they're like, well, you're not going to take this girl out because she has pigtails. Mm-hmm. Or no, no. Like, he's like, any girl who dates me, it would wind up being the uh, prom queen. Yeah. And they're like, no, you wouldn't take her out because That's she's right. got glasses. The most gorgeous human being you've ever seen in most, your life. The most gorgeous girl here. She's just, she has glasses. <laughs> glasses, and she's wearing a smock? Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I, I did like um in not another teen movie when they made fun of it. It was yeah. like, oh, not her with her glasses and a big tail. And then in the the big like makeup scene, they literally just take off the glasses and, and then take out her ponytail. Yeah, and then that's it. Oh, it was really good. Honestly, not, it was really good. I, uh, what, not ten things. Uh, not another teen movie is fucking great. Although I don't know if you would get canceled watching that anymore. I don't know. I uh, my like guess you, is I feel yes. like you probably would. There's probably some really inappropriate things about uh, it. We should do it for this podcast, and then <laughs> maybe I'll watch it at some point. And then we could just talk about it. It doesn't have to yeah. be official. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, Joey, 
I like that he wasn't a complete piece of shit, but he's, he's got some morals. Yeah. Some morals. I wouldn't right? say morals. I think he's just like, he's like a mildly shitty dude, but like yeah. there's the, the world's full of them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so and <laughs> for some reason he just, and he literally just drove to, to <laughs> Alex Mack's place. Yeah. was like, oh, so the dad didn't even say she's not here. He just closed the door. Yeah. And then he fucking did i guess just drives right to gabrielle union's house seemingly that is exactly what happened there are no cell phones so he yeah. must have just went there and he been like went girl there, do you happen like, to have a prom dress are, is, is your hair and makeup already done perfect <laughs> oh my god you're you're wearing a prom dress for no reason right now oh let's just go at this moment and yeah. then for some reason as she tells alex mack like oh he only dated you as a bet in yeah. which case alex mack gets angry and runs off and i'm like why would you get angry and run off? Like, yeah. You, you you already know he's a he's not a nice guy. You yeah. hate him already. Like, what what about this is adding to it? Well, the, I mean, the weirder part is, like, I, I wanted to go to Gabriel, Gabriela Union and be like, girl, if he treated your friend like that, what makes you think he's going to treat you any better? I mean, you know how women are. They don't really, you know. It doesn't really make sense. No, yeah. You know how, you know how it is. No, you, 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 you're not allowed to be am sexist right? on this podcast. These, these broads. It's actually right, a rule. Dragon? It's actually a rule. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just literally, like, it doesn't make sense. No. Um, and, again, again, fucking Julia Stiles get, gets mad at Heath Ledger because he took money to take her out on a date. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I almost want to take Julia Stiles and shake her and be like, do you know the amount of shit this man put up with? Yeah. That's definitely worth less. That's definitely not worth 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right? It's worth so much more. <laughs> all right? So, and guess what? You are still annoying and you are not worth all this effort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you should be happy that this, if anything, I feel bad that Heath Ledger winds up with this girl. I don't, I, no, no. So the thing, the thing here that I, I disliked is I was like, okay, one, Heath Ledger should have been like, guess who fucking paid me to take you out? Like, I think he should have like, once it became clear that they're like dating, dating, I think he should have come clean like right away. Oh, yeah, because then it would have been like, wow, really? That's yeah. amazing. Not yeah, only yeah, is it yeah. amazing, that's hilarious. Yeah. And when I asked my chick, well, how would you feel if I did that? She'd be like, could you get more money out of it? <laughs> yeah, right? Can, can they pay for more dates? I would like, yeah. to, go, I would like to go here, please. <laughs> can we get dinner out of this? <laughs> like, truly. Like, I, I was like, Julie. And, and then I understand that she like, she, like, opened her heart up just a little bit and felt like it got stomped on again. Like, I get it. I understand why she's upset. But I also feel like, um, you know she was more upset than maybe warranted um but because of that we also get that great poem that she wrote oh yeah the 10 Which, things i hate about you yeah the actual the, the sonnet so they, they that she wrote for heath ledger that i was like dying at i was like oh my god so beautiful it's for heath ledger it's Reed Ledger, and look, he's so moved. Oh. He's so beautiful. And you know what? No, I'll take care of you. <laughs> I'll take care of you. The fuck Julia Stiles. Come to me. Um. Anyway, yeah, no, for real, though. That that scene always, I'm just like, so, their love is so real. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. I love that scene a lot. All right. Yeah, and again, um, he apparently, if uh, the one thing that this movie taught me yeah. is if a girl is angry at you, you just buy, buy her things. Yeah, you buy yeah. her things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, it works Especially for me. if you look like the Joker. Oh, my God. If you look like Heath... Honestly, Heath Ledger probably wouldn't have to buy me anything, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. Honestly, I'll take food. You want to get me, like, a taco or, like, Ooh, a yeah. burrito? Maybe some ice cream? I will always accept that. Yeah. In fact, the only one who doesn't... So, so he, let, me, let me just explain to you how the women are 
portrayed in this movie, mm -hmm. okay? Mandela, that's uh, Julia Stiles HLF. Mm -hmm. how, how do you, what's the key to her heart? Buy her a dress. Yeah. Buy her an old-timey dress. And okay? we'll be, you have to like buy be her Shakespeare things. for her. No, just buy her, buy her things. Just buy her a fucking dress. That's all Wait, she Wait, did needs. he Can buy her a dress? Yeah, he bought her a dress. He bought her a prom dress. Did they say that? Yes. Oh, she I opened up her locker and then she was just a dress oh, in there. Oh, you're right, you're right. And he's like, right, wear this right. and I'll see you there. My bad. Okay? Yes, yes, keep going. Gabrielle Union. If you wanna, you wanna get, you wanna get, get win her heart. Mm -hmm. Just show up. <laughs> Literally, just randomly just, show up to her door. Just show okay? up. Julia Stiles. You wanna fucking, uh, you wanna get to her heart. Just buy her a fucking uh, a guitar. To be fair, right? that's a pretty expensive gift. Still. All right. And now, Alex Mack. You want, you want, you want her heart. Just yell at her. <laughs> All right. The dragon. How do you feel about the portrayal of women in this movie? <laughs> Look, I don't love it. <laughs> but also, I love this movie. <laughs> but also, Heath Ledger. Oh, my God. Did you he see him, though? Did you see him? Did you see him? He no, played he, the guitar he and Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he, he yelled at her. Oh, my he, God. It no. was so sweet. First of all, Heath Ledger didn't barely raise his voice this whole movie, so I don't, I don't want to hear it. And the only he time he raised his voice was to Joseph Gordon-Levitt to tell him how to be a man. Yeah, and he was right. Oh, my God. He's so right. Anyway. All right. All right, Dragon. I think, I think we're wrapping this up. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on this movie? Uh, I love it. I highly, highly recommend Things I Hate About You. It is a tight 90 minutes, 97 minutes. I, I, I Honestly, there was a certain point where I was like, how are they wrapping this up? There's, there, there's like not that much time left. And they do it. And I loved it. And I think you're right. Scenes were cut. But that's fine. I don't, I don't have... think they wrap it up. But okay. <laughs> I'd rather have cut scenes. They put on a band-aid and then we're like, just put on the credits. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. But I, I liked it. I, I had no problems with that. I think it's great. I love this movie. Okay. Would you give this a Smashly mm -hmm. or a Trashly? Obviously a Smashly. Highly oh, recommend. Goodness. Okay. Oh, my God. Berto, Berto, how do you feel about this? Last okay. thoughts? Before, before my final thoughts on this, okay, mm -hmm. is number one. What the fuck? There were some natural, that's not just some scenes that were taken out that yeah. were weird. Yeah. But there were also scenes that were added that I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, there's a scene where Michael just rides down, he, he falls down yes. a cliff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what was the point of that scene? There's like something weird about like, I feel like teen comedies from this time where they had to have a few like odd, like, wouldn't it be cool if this, like, it's like a teenager wrote it. Like, wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if this guy does this right now? Like, you just like wrote off the cliff on accident. Yeah, that'd be fucking yeah. hilarious. Very, right? very 90s. So yeah. I just want to say, this is a very 90s movie. It okay? is. It is. It is because of the clothing, not just the clothing, not just these weird scenes that the yeah. editing, again, there's scenes that are missing and there's scenes that are in there for no reason. But also the fact that like, Dragon, do you remember Ska was a thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and it was like... I loved so, Ska when I was in high school. Yeah, I saw I saw did. Real Big Fish, obviously. <laughs> so it was just like, it's such a 90s movie. It's so 90s, okay? Uh -huh. So I'm pretty sure if a kid watched it today, they would be kind of lost. <laughs> you think so? Do you think Not this lost, is a weird time would... capsule that people, younger people would be like, I don't get it? Uh, I think that they would feel the way that I feel, felt rewatching this, mm -hmm. which is like, I like it, but these things are weird. Mm. So... Uh, that's how I felt. Like, I liked it, but some things were weird. And there's definitely things that, like, because you have such a charming cast, mm -hmm. you do forgive a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's that's my thought. Oh, sorry. I give this a... I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. But <laughs> Not high it's enough. It's very, very close to 6. No. Again, because it is so fucking... Like, there's some things that are just weird. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know. You're just wrong. 
Can't you yeah. just enjoy art for art's sake? I, I, yes, I'm trying to enjoy art for art's sake. Well, but then so, when you have a scene where Michael literally rides down a mountain and then falls and then he gets up and he's like, yay, everyone cheers. And I'm like, what the fuck? What was that? What the hell is that? So here, I will say this about it. I looked up the director for this movie because I mm-hmm. was like, I don't know who Gil Younger is. And he basically is mostly directed like made for TV movies and TV shows. So I, I have, I wonder some things. <laughs> Are you saying that he kind of just, like, this is a happy accident? Yeah, I, I actually think it might be a happy accident. Also, I think that you, didn't, you didn't like 2001's Black Knight? Is that I what you're I do have no idea what that is. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, you're wrong about it. It's like at least an 8 out of 10, but that's fine. <laughs> you know, there is, uh, the, I think this was turned into a TV show. It was, yeah, and which I've never seen. But and it also the, di- the director directed that. Oh, yeah, and it also has nothing to do with the, uh, the... Not that it has nothing to do, but it has almost nothing to do with the... Well, I assume Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger are not in it, so I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> well, I think he died at this point, so... Yeah, yeah. What year did I he die? I might be wrong. I don't remember. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so I liked it a lot, Dragon. Yeah. You're right. welcome. You're welcome for choosing a rom-com. A rom-com. I love rom-coms. All right, Dragon. So you chose this week. That means I get to choose next week. He died in 2008. And Ah, okay, so right before that show came out. Uh, God, he right, was so, so young. Yeah, he was a baby. I know. And he had just finished The Joker, which everyone was like, this could be the greatest performance we've ever seen. Truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, tr- truly, that fucking performance is amazing. It, he was it, only it, 28 it, when he died. Dragon, his performance in that movie brings that movie from like a good action movie to mm-hmm. a, whoa, this is a fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. film. Like a film film. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now Dragon, got let's finish it up, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so you chose this week, and that means I get to choose next week. And since we were both in the Christmas spirit, I decided let's go ahead and watch a fun little Christmas romance movie, Dragon. You remember last year when we watched um, uh, what's it called, The Spirit of Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying you loved it. Ten out of ten. Dragon. Yes. This this time we're gonna watch a little movie called Christmas Catch. <sighs> now. I know what you're going to ask me. Is this going to be fun? I have is no it, idea. Wait, does does a lady fuck a ghost again in this one? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no idea because I have not watched this. In fact, I was going to watch it the other day. Oh, and then no. I was like, no, 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 wait. Let me watch it with the dragon. Bert, so this could be a complete disaster. I'm going to be but so you know mad what? at you. I'm going to be so we're, mad. We're going to do it regardless, all right? Okay, okay. This came out in 2019. It's an hour and 30 minutes, and it's on Netflix, all right? Mm. This is starring Franco Lopresti and Emily Al. I, I don't know how to say that. I'm looking no at it right now. Who they are. Yeah. And it's directed by Justin Dick. Okay. Yes, I pronounced that correctly. Justin Dick. <laughs> that um, literally, is how, it looks like that's correct. So. <laughs> so I hope you're excited. I would give you the description, but it's gonna be, it's fucking bonkers. So. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It just, okay. It's gonna be great. Well, okay. Just just accept it. It's gonna be great. Fine. All right, Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and send this off? Oh, okay. Um, okay, bye. Okay, bye.